and welcome to Prudent Media. My name is Sachin Chakta and on this program we take a look at the latest releases. Today we will review the new Marvel's film and of course we will also take a look at Tiger 3. Let's start with Tiger 3 first. Tiger is back with the third installment and is now a part of the Yashraj Spyverse. Tiger had reasonably humble beginnings with Ekta Tiger in 2012 followed by a sequel in 2017. The first film had some novelty because not a lot was expected of it. Also the idea of a raw agent from India and an ISI agent from Pakistan joining hands was an idea that worked very well. But there is only so much of raw and ISI and double and triple crossing that one can take. That cow has been milked enough and has little to offer now. Joining the Spyverse earlier was Shah Rukh Khan's Pathan. If Salman Khan's cameo was the best thing about Pathan, Pathan's cameo comes close to being the best thing about Tiger 3. There is a lot of action in Tiger 3 but without a single memorable sequence. Tiger even does a Tom Cruise by jumping off a cliff on a bike but this scene is lame with a capital L. Action scenes need a build up and a certain suspension of disbelief in the execution. Here you know beforehand that even if 20 tankers roll over him and even if an atomic bomb detonates in his mouth, Tiger will survive. It is all that casual. Hence the repartee between Pathan and Tiger is more fun than the action and this whole sequence includes a tribute to Shole which was released back in 1975. Clocking over 150 minutes, Avinash also known as Tiger played by Salman Khan has too many things on his plate this time. His wife Zoya may be double crossing him, their son is held hostage, Tiger is declared a traitor and above all he has to also save democracy in Pakistan. The one thing that the Spyverse deserves credit for is not to demonize the neighboring nations. Sure, the villains are from there but the general message is always about peace and harmony unlike some other films these days. There are multiple flashbacks in this film starting with Zoya's origins and how she became involved with ISI at a relatively young age. It helped that her father who was an agent himself kept sharing all secrets with her. So much for being a spy. Now there's one Atish Rahman played by Emran Hashmi who inducts her in the agency but he has an agenda of his own. A cut to the present day, Pakistan has a homegrown enemy in the form of Atish who with the help of the army chief wants to topple the government and become the wazir azam that's the prime minister. Before that there is some action in St. Petersburg, in Turkey and other parts of the globe. Zoya also joins Tiger in the fight with a towel showdown involving a Chinese agent in a hammam which is a bath in Turkey. The fight is for a briefcase which has the PAL codes. Now PAL stands for Permissive Actionable Codes. Now these codes can be used to launch an attack with the submarine that Pakistan has just procured from China. After all the fighting, Zoya hands over the briefcase to Atish and he gleefully takes it without checking. She could have ordered it from Amazon and given it to him, saving everyone so much trouble. The climax takes place in the Pakistani Prime Minister's palatial residence where Tiger sneaks in as a cook and ends up in the bunker. But he manages to save democracy in Pakistan and in return, the Pakistani Prime Minister gets a bunch of students to play an instrumental version of our national anthem. The post-edit scene has another action hero from the Spyverse who has to tackle another deadly enemy that wants to target India. Much like this film, that scene is also a yawn. The franchise will have to get innovative in terms of the story. 
the bandwidth is pretty much limited at the moment. If John Abraham went rogue in Pathan, it is Emran Hashmi in this film Tiger 3. On the acting front, Salman Khan sleepwalks through his role. Whether it is emotion or action or comedy, the look on his face remains the same. All said and seen, Tiger 3 is a snooze fest and I'm going to go with 2 out of 5 stars for this new Salman Khan film. And now let's take a look at the new film from MCU called The Marvels. Not sure about others, but the break from Marvel movies felt good. There was some hope that there might be a resurrection of sorts, but alas, that is not to be. You can tell that it is not just the audience that is feeling the fatigue, but the studio as well is just going through the motions of stringing films together. After all, it's all about money, honey, as they say. But the good things first. The latest Marvel offering called The Marvels is one of the shortest MCU films which clocks over 105 minutes only. The bad news is that even that feels too long. It looks like a film that was made during the writer's strike and as if the directors were also on strike at the same time. With every passing film, the complexities are getting bigger in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is the 33rd film with 12 more in the pipeline and add to it, there are 12 web series as well. If you're not an MCU fan, you will need an encyclopedia to figure out the connections. And even if you do figure it out, there won't be a feeling of exhilaration, not even remotely. With all the characters, the best that the studio can do is pull in a character from here and there and make a mishmash. The end credit scene is proof of that. But bringing these different characters is just clever marketing and appeals to the fanboys. It doesn't constitute smart filmmaking. The Marvels is closer to a Star Wars film in terms of its setup here. And anything that involves space, galaxy and universe will always remind us of a Star Wars film. The story here revolves around a bangle-like thingy that is powerful enough to alter the universe. In a galaxy far away, one bangle is with the villain Dar Ben, played by Zavi Ashton, from Kree, who looks as harmless as a teddy bear. But she is out there to avenge the injustice done to her people and doesn't mind doing injustice to other people in that process. Dar Benji uses the bangle to create jump points, which in turn can cause instability and can endanger the universe. The other bangle is with Kamala Khan, also known as Miss Marvel, played by Iman Vilani. In case you're wondering who is she and what has she got to do with the MCU, you'll have to watch the web series because this is her first full-fledged film. Coming to the bangle, Miss Marvel can harness cosmic energy and create glowing constructs out of hard light. And this is just the beginning of all the mumbo-jumbo in the film. The Kree leader also has a thing against Captain Marvel, played by Brie Larson. And Captain Marvel, of course, is known as Carol Denvers, who is not just all-powerful, but she is there at the drop of a hat whenever Nick Fury, played by Samuel Jackson, or anyone else needs her help. This leaves us with Monica Rambeau, played by Teyona Paris, the daughter of Captain Marvel's bestie who makes a brief appearance. Monica now has the ability to manipulate all wavelengths of the electromagnetic spectrum, which basically means she has superpowers. This all-women trio then has to take on the lady villain and save the day. The power of the trio gets entangled, which means they can switch places in the blink of an eye. So if Captain Marvel is fighting the evil ones in a galaxy far away, Miss Marvel can take her place just like that. 
Even Richard Feynman would have to study quantum behavior after watching these modern-day Marvel films. It is not important to understand the motivations of the characters or even the characters themselves. You just have to try and go with the flow. I did try, but it didn't come easy. The action is purely mechanical. You have seen it in the 32 Marvel films before. Take the scene for instance where Monica saves Kamala while she is falling from the sky. There is zero build up to that scene and apart from contributing a couple of minutes to the runtime, that scene does nothing. The positive element in the film is the chemistry between the three ladies and the character of Kamala Khan which Iman Vilani pulls off in style. There is the odd moment involving cats and that makes you chuckle but beyond that there isn't much to write home about in the Marvels. I'm going to go with 2.5 out of 5 stars for the new Marvels film. Well that's what I thought of the films that were released this week. Do let us know what you think and I'll be back with you with more reviews next week. Till then it's goodbye from me. आज गोयन डीजल ऐसा धुंगराग लगाऊँ कितने शेष प्रदूषण वाला अवैध मार्ले ले कार्बन आग लगाऊँ लोग का स्वास ग्रुपक त्रास सता अरे डिस्टर्ब कोर ना करे रामसो जैसे वाले वाले शहरानी प्रदूषण ऐसा लेवल वाला जैसे दुयसा है वाले उसी स्पर्शिति हम चुत गोयन ही ये तली का है असु सोकने भोई पड़ला आवाज ना तो ना मुरे ना घुसने चमत्कार चमत्कार नहीं गोएं सरकार पोल्यूशन फ्री इको फ्रेंडली इलेक्ट्रिक बसेस दावतात गोएं चरस्तियार कदम्बा ट्रांसपोर्ट कॉरपोरेशन है जो ई बसेस विथ फुल्ली एयर कंडीशन 40 सिटिंग कैपेसिटी यूएसबी सॉकेट्स रीजेनरेटिव ब्रेकिंग सिस्टम अन्य प्रवासियों के सुरक्षा इतने फैसिलिटीज भाजी बस या स्कीमियन तरगत जवाब जवाब पंचवीस प्राइवेट बस यहाँ का दिया मंजे स्टूडेंट्स आंग कंसेशन सीनियर सिटीजन्स आंग कंसेशन नहीं कैंसर पेशेंट्स आंग फ्री ट्रेवल इतने नहीं प्राइवेट बस ओनरा सुधा या स्कीमियन खूब आधार में था आग रूम किधर पड़ी था आता उल्लो आता किधर उल्लो व्� आरोग्य दायी प्रवास आरोग्या हमी गोय सरकार पड़चो ना खेज कमी